From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MVW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, coming to you on this Thursday night. Not 100% what we're going to talk about, but we'll be with you here for a little bit. Probably take a few calls if you uh, if you have those and more. We'll cover a few, uh, few news items, what's been going on on the site and the podcast this week, what we still have coming up in the, the coming days, and more. You know all about the Blue Sky locations throughout Mississippi, including the Oxford Exxon. If you're uh, looking for a gig, they're looking to hire. They are looking for uh, shift leaders, store manager positions available they've got top pay they got 401k health care bonuses 16 different fast food locations throughout the state as well so you can uh, you give them a call 601-249-0403 if you have interest you also hit them up on facebook at what a combo inc to find them uh there and again competing from the clark ford studio we are clark fords in amory mississippi 662-257-1900 662-257-1900 is the number call it ask for Corey clark Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote, and the rest is up to you. I'm trying to figure out. I just think I figured out what happened. What happened? This has been moved this way. Okay. And it needed to be moved back this way. The, so. This was the compressor for the people yes, who cannot yes. see anything. Well, the people who don't have ESPN 30. Uh, 662-257-1900 is that number. Ask for Corey. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. Uh, you can take the quote, shop it around if you'd like, of course, or you can do what uh, what I've done, what I've done three times now, and that's hop into a Clark Ford. You will love the product. You'll love the service after the sale. Corey wants to be your car guy. He wants to be your truck guy. He'll prove that to you when you make the call, 662 257 1900 guests join us on our network of podcasts on the rafters music and food hotline i was just talking to hudson chadwick today we were talking about rafters on the water it's been uh, going great thanks to all of you who've been going out people looking for normalcy looking to get out just breathe fresh air eat food cooked by other people Drink beers that are opened by other people. Probably you don't realize how much you miss it till you do it. And you go, oh, yeah, yeah okay, this was nice. kind of cool. This isn't bad at all. So they've been doing really well. They got a food truck out there. Hudson went out and got a food truck to help with uh, uh, the, the crowding, which is great. They can only do 50% capacity, so things have to move around a little. But uh, they've got an outdoor dining experience, unlike any in North Mississippi. The menu includes shrimp mississippi catfish platters along with gourmet burgers louisiana style po'boys served on leidenheimer french bread they're open wednesdays and thursdays 3 30 to 10 friday through sunday 11 to 10 a newly expanded picnic style dining area signature appetizers including zydeco shrimp crawfish egg rolls live music on friday and saturday this week and they also have a variety of fun cocktails, including their famous house frozen margaritas. They have to-go options, also uh, curbside available as well, 662-712-6162. 
So I was trying to clean some stuff off my computer here because my fan was kind of running like crazy and it's acting very strange. So I'm a little concerned, but we'll get through it best we can. Um, my computer is not giving me the correct, uh, like I'm getting no fonts when I pull up anything. Like I'm just like downloads and documents and stuff. I'm just getting boxes. I'm oh, not getting anything. It's not good. No, it's not good at all. Um, including we appear to be buffering now as well. Um, oh, really? Video output's low. Yeah. Yeah, like my, something's like going really weird here. We might have to have, compl- have a complete restart. I'm, I'm having major issues with this thing. Huh. So, um, I appear to be moving pretty quickly. Let me see. No, it's not internet. It's my, it's, it's a hundred percent my computer. Oh, okay. Okay. I started doing some stuff and it's acting really weird. Like I can't, we would have no way to take calls. I have no way to even get to the buttons on our software program to oh. allow me to, to do this. I wonder uh, what's up with that. I don't know. I literally couldn't do it. So, uh, I tell you what, let's do this. I'm going to restart real quick, everybody. Just hang in. Give us three, four minutes, because otherwise this is going to be a weird show. So we'll be right back. We'll pick up where we're at. So just uh, pour a drink, uh, go get some some appetizer or something, and we'll uh, we'll, we'll do this again in uh, in one second. Okay, well, we'll uh, try that again. Uh, my computer still sounds like a jet is taking off, but hopefully we're good here through the show, and then I'll deal with it and try to fix it as we uh, as we move on. So anyway... Good to uh, have everybody in the live stream. We'll, uh, I say we'll give it a couple minutes, but it's not like we're going anywhere or having something overly pressing to talk about. So, um, yeah, ask here about podcast. Um, yeah, there'll be at least one more. I am talking to um, Hunter Carpenter tomorrow. Uh, it'll be up around 1130 noon, something like that. Um, Hunter, uh, former Ole Miss basketball player, as you know, he's on the, uh, the foundation board. He is one of the people that handles the endowment. We're going to talk about that. Um, as it pertains to COVID and whatnot, I've kind of got some questions where I went, I don't even really know the answer. So let me ask him because if I don't, a lot of other people probably do not as well. Um, he is, uh, he's going to tell start to finish the illustrious PowerPoint story from oh, the Andy Kennedy, uh, sweepstakes with Jeffrey Vitter. I, I've, I've, I've heard some versions of it from him. So, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that and, uh, and some more stuff. So it should be pretty good. Um, He's an interesting guy, a very intelligent guy, and I, I, I do think you'll enjoy it. So we'll do that. Um, Zach Barry and I taped a soft verbal podcast presented by Dead Soxy earlier this afternoon. It's up on the site. It's published where you listen to podcasts. I've published it on Twitter. Uh, Martin Palomo and I taped a interview with Alan Jones, the uh, chief of emergency medicine at UMMC this afternoon. That should be up hopefully here pretty soon. I think you all will uh, will enjoy it. It was as optimistic as Dr. Jones has been. He was incredibly generous with his time. It is a podcast that I suggest that you listen to. Even if you typically don't listen to Mind on My Money, I would suggest that you listen to this Mind on My Money. I think it will put you in a pretty good mood for the weekend. You're asking the thread if you have a Shea Patterson jersey on today. <laughs> no, this is a... Uh, it's a Nashville jersey. Nashville soccer um, jersey. I'm wearing it because the MLS has decided to come back. The NHL has decided to come back. The NBA announced today that it is coming back. Everyone but. Everyone but Major League Baseball who has said, you know what? We don't really need to play. We can disappear off the map for two and a half years and everyone will come back to us because that's how people are. It's a level of, is it stubbornness? What is it? What's the word? Greed? It is. What is your hat, by the way? It's oh, it's Link Link Soul. Yeah, Yeah, never mind. Yeah, never mind. It is. You know, now that I've become such a big golfer, um, (laughs) I was getting wonder. I'll be honest, but sure. 
I wear a lot of their clothes. Their okay. clothes are awesome. Yeah, their polos are great. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Um, I don't even know that I have any of their polos. Really? Yeah. I have a lot of their shorts. Polos are good. And their swimsuits. Oh, really? Swimsuits are fantastic. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, what were you asking me? <laughs> Baseball. What's the word? What's the word? Well, the two sides hate each other. And that's a lot of it. It's the married couple that goes into counseling and they just hate each other. But divorce is not an option. Scott Boris. Oh, he's bad. Good God. He's bad. They, they, he does not, and, and there aren't enough, there, there aren't, the, so here's what blows me. It, it blows me away. I said sure. this last week, I think, but it really, it drives me crazy. Like th- today, the governor of Texas, we talked about this. This is Ole Miss related because Ole Miss opens its season in Texas. The governor of Texas said, yeah, 50%. What's yeah, today? Today's he, June. he went three days and changed it from 25 to 50%. So if Ole Miss and Ole Baylor play on schedule in Houston, 50% of the stadium can be filled. So Just play along FYI. with me for a minute. It's June the 4th. That game is September the 6th. Is that correct? That's correct. So they haven't actually announced that yet, but it's true. Yeah. So it's three months and two days from now. That is correct. Correct? Three months and two days from now. Yep. Three months and two days. So if already ninety four days ish. So does it stand to reason that a month from now in Texas the governor might say, hey, you know what, seventy five percent? Sure. So they're hung up on what it's going to cost for games with no sta- crowds. You, but you're going to have you're going to have fans. Just work a deal out. The owners are like, well, we're going to do a 50. This drives me crazy. The owners are like, we're going to do a 50-game schedule because we're worried about a second wave. There's like no evidence of a second wave. There's no indication that a second wave is coming and that if one does come, that it's going to be anything resembling what the first wave was, which was, won't trigger anybody, a little overstated. Aren't many nursing home patients that go to baseball games. Not typically. So the owners are like 50 games. The players are like, no, that's that's not enough money. So the players are like, we want to play 115 games. And the owners are like, that's too long. So why not, I'm just thinking out loud, meet in the middle, which is where they always talked about from the beginning, make it an 82-game schedule, prorate where the players get – one half of what they normally would make. If you made $8 million on your contract, you'll get $4 million to play this half season. The owners get all their TV money at the end of the playoffs and all that stuff. You're going to get fans in, at which point maybe you can do some sort of a revenue share. And don't blow this opportunity. They've already blown the opportunity. Quite frankly, right now, they could be the only show in, on ta- in town, and everyone would be watching baseball. As it stands... They still have an opportunity because the NBA, for whatever reason, is waiting till Ju- July 31st. Good grief. They have an opportunity to be the only show in the month of July. But to do that, man, they got to hustle. They could have been the only game in town and gotten not just like TV money or anything, but like public consciousness that they they haven't gotten and they've struggled and the thing that they've needed more than anything. I mean, we, we I'm not going to do it now because we've done it so many times, but nobody knows who the hell any of these baseball players are. They could have been on TV every night where everybody goes, hey, there's sports on, Mariners A's, sure. Of course. Sounds great. Of course. 
I'll watch it and I'll pick a team. I'll pick course. an AL team and an NL team. And so you, you you realize it's a half season. You realize it's not a legitimate season, if you will, certainly by Major League Baseball standards. You mic up the players and you let fans get to know these players. And you make some new fans. And you would absolutely make some new fans. You absolutely would. Look no further than the Korean baseball organization, where people in America are actually getting up at 4.30 in the morning to watch. I'm not, but there are people who are getting up at 4.30 in the morning to watch their new favorite team, the Cebu whatever or whoever. There are people that miss sports so much for their mental health that they're getting up an hour and a half early to watch a Korean baseball game. That's happening. So it stands to reason they'd get up to watch the Brewers and Cardinals. Because they wouldn't even have to get up. It'd be on at 7. Play the game in St. Louis with the half crowd. It's all that's there anyway. This was pointed in the stream. <laughs> I'm sorry, I hear you. The NBA playoffs are going against football? Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, they need the money. Okay. You just need to do it no matter what it looks like. There's 900 million reasons okay, to enough. play their playoffs. So how many regular season games are playing? Eight. Current standings count and move forward? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is the schedule the same? No. Uh, I think they're going to pick up with where, where they left off and play eight games. Oh, okay. See, I thought some teams weren't invited. And some, Yeah, eight teams. They call them the Delete Eight instead of the Elite Eight. Ah, that's clever. The Delete Eight. So they'll fix it. It doesn't matter. They just need to they're, – they're Yeah, I some, get it. I'm just saying. They're playing some games so that they can get, kind of get their legs under them so and stuff. So they're going to do a computer-generated schedule? Uh, I'm not sure. Okay. Well, could be then unfair gonna, to people. Then they're going to play the playoffs. And everybody goes, well, you don't want to go against the NFL? Well, the NFL doesn't play every single day. Well, the NFL doesn't play on Tuesdays just or get Wednesdays. The games in right yeah, they're going to play Who the games, cares? and the diehard basketball fans going to watch. And in the month of July, I mean, the, the the month of August, I mean, the NFL doesn't have a game scheduled till September the like tenth ish. Yeah. So you got a month and ten days before the NFL competes against you. Yeah, all right. So don't schedule on that Thursday night. Okay, moving on. Well, even if you do, yeah, it'd be all right. They're going to play during the day. I mean, in the month of August, there's going to be NBA basketball all day long because mm -hmm. they're using like one or two arenas. Orlando? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pe people will watch. Ends in October? Yeah, ends on October the 17th. If there were a Game 7 of the NBA Finals, it would be the same day as Saints So playoffs will be same length. Yes. Same, yes. whatever. Yes. They'll play some back-to-backs. It'll be all right. They're going to get their money. Again, give them credit. Look, they screwed up the China-Hong Kong thing. We could talk about that for a million years. But unlike the – Unlike Major League Baseball, they acknowledged, hey, we don't need to disappear. That wouldn't be smart. And let's get our playoff money. And so they have a plan. Passed 29 to 1 today. The one club that voted against it just kind of did it on principle. Who did it? Portland. Why? And I get it. Well, because they they don't really want to go. Just in general? Well, they, they can't make it. And so they're putting everybody back together. And their star players kind of pissed off about it. And. That was just kind of an appeasement vote. They knew it would pass. They probably would have voted differently had there been any risk. That league is much more unified in an ownership player standpoint than Major League Baseball. They march to the same drum a lot more in much the same way that the NFL does. At the end of the day, the NFL goes, hey, let's go make our money. Yeah, sure. I mean, the NFL throughout this has said, we're going to play. The NHL said, we're going to play. Major League Soccer had a major fight between owners and players, and at the end of the day, they said, hey, let's get paid. 
They're going to go to Orlando, too, and make money. Yeah. Not much. People will watch, though. There's been a lot of talk about it on message board, obviously. Uh, Neil, yesterday afternoon, um, Ole Miss has tested everyone back into its program. Not all the results were in as of uh, as of last uh, conversations with anybody over there, but uh, two positive tests inside the, uh, the building, one flagged before uh, coming back. All those in quarantine. As uh, Neil put on Twitter a good bit, a lot of schools are kind of mirroring the same thing here. This was expected. You were not going to test this many people across the conferences and across the country and have zero positive tests. Um, almost all the positive tests, to the best of our knowledge, nationally have been pretty asymptomatic for uh, for the players and people in that age range. And uh, nobody's panicking, which is the, the number one thing that is uh, impressive, the number one goal in this as – to the best of my knowledge, everything is um, is moving forward. They've got plans in place. They're doing quarantines. They're doing contact tracing. They're doing everything they can to minimize this as much as possible, and everybody's just kind of staying full systems go, which we were told for a while, and it wasn't that I had disbelief, but it is kind of nice, Neil, when you actually see it in action and see that there's not panic because there's a little difference there. I did this on Twitter today when I saw some of the national people trying to turn this into the end of the world. Somebody did that? A few, the normal, your standard ones, yeah. The the normal candidates. Your, I don't even understand their point. Like I I, 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 I try to think about it like from an objective standpoint and think what is, what is it that they're shooting for, and I can't come up with an answer. Are they? Because they're not rooting against the sport. No, they just. I think it's just ideology, to the point of. Yeah. Anyway, almost mental illness. Frankly, yeah. It, it's it's. So Arkansas State had seven positives. Alabama had five positives. Saw that. Ole Miss had two-thirds of all their tests back, and they had two positives. Mm-hmm. One Those being are, a staff member. Yeah. Those are great numbers. That's less than the national average. Far less. And great numbers considering that you're not just testing people who might have it or testing essential workers. You're testing everybody, and you only still got that number. That's yeah. Good. So someone's in the thread asking. So the staff member is, is going to quarantine at home. Yeah. The student athlete, I presume to be football, but I've not confirmed that. And frankly, I'm not going to bother at this point. It's June. Uh, and it's asymptomatic. There's plenty of time. They're, they've got a Ole Miss. Give credit to the SEC here for a minute. Give credit to all the SEC institutions. Uh, for positive for the actual virus, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah, they don't have the antibody Antibodies. test back. But they, they quarantined the player in a place for 14 days. He'll be – he or she will be quarantined and food and stuff is provided. They'll be, they're going to be all right. They're asymptomatic. They're probably just going to be bored out of their freaking mind. Um, and then in 14 days, they'll test them again. And if they're negative, they'll get to go start their stuff. This was why it was so imperative to get people back in June – slowly methodically with the plan no no meathead stuff and from all indications everybody's being smart right now and people are getting their baseline test missouri was testing everybody today everybody's getting their baseline test they'll start workouts next week they'll do it carefully um, I think all the strength coaches around the league are going to take this seriously because they know that they're going to be judged on it and um, the goal is to get to July where you're healthy, 
and you can have some OTAs at that point and then get to August where you can have a traditional camp and then play the football in September. But getting a few negative, a few positive tests was expected. There was statistically, it was almost impossible that you were going to test 200 people and have no positives. It wasn't possible. I yeah. mean, statistically, it wasn't going to happen. That's why when it happened in the English Premier League, it was like, whoa, really? How about that? I mean, they tested 1,300 people and got no positives. I mean, wow. Truth is, and I talked about this with people today, they're going to have positives throughout the summer. If they keep testing, like the NBA is going to test every day. In Orlando. Every day? Every single day. Are they doing that thing every day? I don't know. Players are going to get sick of that. Oh. They're going to test every day. They're going to have positives. Someone's going to get it. They're all asymptomatic. And they'll have to go isolate them for a week. And it's probably going to impact the playoff series. The way I understand it, though, and correct me if I'm wrong, in the SEC, and maybe it's a little different school by school, but I think in the SEC – once this initial test is done, you only test again if there are symptoms, correct? Do I have that right? I think so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And the odds of these players having symptoms? It's pretty low. It's almost non-existent. Anecdotally, it seems very low. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. So they're going to tell them, hey, if you get a headache, come talk to us. They're going to check their temperature, I think, every day. Okay. I think they're going to have to. Is be- that still indicative of anything? Is it that can still pretty- be. Okay. 75% of people who have the virus have a, have fever. a fever. Okay. Because your body's fighting the infection. Yeah. Sure, yeah, sure. So it's a low-grade fever. And with an athlete, it would be a really low-grade fever. And so I guess if you took a temperature and it was 99.8, you'd say, hey, let's go ask you some questions. Have you done this? Do you feel this? Do you feel this? Do you feel this? And then maybe you take a test. I don't know. It's going to be all right. Yeah. Because the odd look, I mean, just just – Again, kind of keep it real a little bit. It's not very likely the player is going to go to him and go, hey, I'm feeling a little weird today. Got to be pretty serious. Yeah, unless he's that. really feeling That's weird. That's my point. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, they're, they're going to be careful. They're going to – they're going to. fans don't want to hear what I'm about to say. This is coming from a lot of people around the league. Everybody wants to win. This year, what is most important for every one of these programs... Money into play. ...is to finish the season. Yeah. So play, put it on the books. Play the season, get the check. <laughs> play the season, get the check. Fans don't like that. They're begging these... And so far, from every indication, everybody's kind of behaving. Don't worry right now about competitive advantage. Please, for the love of God, let's not have one of these deals where... Uh oh, it's July the tenth, and we have twenty-seven positive cases, and we've got to shut the program down for two weeks, which jeopardizes the start of the season. Do you think the NCAA will put a policy in place on how long a positive test for a player will be out? No, the I think what the NCAA is doing, and it's smart. I'm complimenting the NCAA here. Is they're saying to protect the student athlete. Let's make sure they're ready for football. And to do that, let's make sure we have 
Is it 10 OTA days, 15 OTA days, whatever it is? No, I mean during season. You think there will be a mandate on how long they can't play or practice during season if they're positive? I think it'll be they have to sit out until they're not positive. Okay. That's a week. If it's two weeks, till they're not positive. Okay. And scientifically, you, you don't need a positive spreader on the field in a football game. It would spread the virus. Sure. Yeah. yeah and yeah. now you have referees on the field. You do have other people that you you do have to think about the human beings on the field beyond, oh, shit, you know, we're going to lose our quarterback here. Again, this is not that season. This this isn't as much as fans can't do that, and I I know just wait till the Cubs play, and I know I'm I'll be guilty too if the Cubs play, but this is not that season. It's why the NBA right now they're like, hey, listen, we, you know we we love for it to be competitive, but we just want to get our nine hundred million dollars, and the SEC is no different. They want to get that TV money. If you're Ole Miss, you need that TV money. You want to play twelve games. You need TV money, and you need at least 50% capacity in your stadium. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You need more than that, but sure. Well, at least then you can convince yourself, hey, that's kind of what it do when we suck. Well, you, you could say I mean? it could have been it's, worse. Yeah, right. Yeah, could have been worse. You need the season. You don't need a breakout. You've got to you you've got to have and, – and look, I know people say, hey, by September this thing won't be existent. If that's the case, awesome. But you can't – approach it that way in June in June you have to approach it like this is going to be with you the entire season and you've got to be smart about it because the big breakout the 30 positive test now where you have 11 or 12 symptomatic people and coaches getting hospitalized man the media is going to come in and gotcha like vultures yeah Every flyover is in town for that one. And then all of a sudden, you're not playing. And then you're not getting the money. Jeff says his wife's at the beach. She's eating uh, not well, obviously, and uh, got to tune in to hand raise, guys. What are you what are you eating and drinking, Jeff, from the live stream as you're, you're hanging out alone as a, as a bachelor for the week, apparently? <sighs> By the way, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm told I'll give credit where it's due. People, sure. people won't. Zach sent me the the text. Um, this is from uh, Ole Miss Spirit. Ole Miss student athletes and athletic department staff members are set to have a peaceful march for change and unity Saturday morning on campus. Okay. No route is known at this time. Okay. Some Missouris were marching across campus today, yeah. yesterday, yesterday, something like that. Yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Gabe has looked stressed on Twitter. How's how's he doing? He he seems a little stressed. He's he's a little worked up. Is he? Yeah, he's, he seemed a little high strung. I don't know. He, a little worked he, up. Needs some CBD or something. He was he was kind of needs a needs a break. Really? Yeah, I think he needs a break. A little vacation or something. I think so. Probably be beneficial. Go to go to the Lake of the Ozarks. Hang out. Have some have well, some fun. <laughs> look. <laughs> <laughs> and I know there's still time. Branson nice this time of year. I know there's still time for the Lake of the Ozarks. You know come to Jesus moment to happen, but it hadn't happened yet. In fact, the Missouri health officials said as much today. Oh, really? Yeah. Has there been some big spike from that? No, there hasn't. Oh, he was asked today? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He said not to his knowledge? Yeah. I mean, well, they don't have any documented spread from that event. Okay. And look, 
the following i'm being careful here is not a political comment not talking about the not sure there is such thing anymore no but there have been protests all over the country there have today there was one in nashville i saw pictures just then and it's unbelievable the number of people that are out peacefully protesting sure i think there's one in oxford tonight there is hopefully it stays peaceful sure the first one was incredibly peaceful. The point is, mm-hmm. assuming that the virus cannot discern between a party and a protest, and I'm going to guess that it can. It would be a very novel coronavirus <laughs> yeah, if it could. I mean, come on. Assuming that, if you're willing to make that one assumption and leave your politics completely out of it, there social distancing has gone straight to hell. And so if... June the 20th, we don't have like a big problem. We're not going to have a problem. I'm, I'm, we're, we're having a very casual hand raised guys tonight or whatever we're calling this thing. Username DAH2003 on our thread says, Say a prayer. I know you, I got you guys on the big TV drinking vodka, cherry limeade, and Sprite and putting together a Nordic track bike. I'm not sure anything Ooh. sounds worse than that right now. That, that That has got to be the equivalent of of a couple of Christmases ago when Carly Ann got the big kitchen thing that had a thousand pieces to it. I mean, you opened it up and I mean, it was like a book and it was like 38 steps or 43 steps or something. And you went, Oh God, like this is, this is a yeah, haul. That's one of the great, a things. buddy came over and I bought him a case of beer and I we watched like Boise state central Michigan bowl game or something and said, Hey, you're not leaving all this puppies together Oof. and got it done. But it was a, it was a, it was a chore. Peloton assembles it for you. Does the whole setup for you. They don't leave until you're ready to ride. Uh, well, thanks to Webb Moore. Webb in the uh, in the thread says, hey guys, question about the football season. What are y'all hearing about games? What about Mississippi State transfers? I plan on coming for the Auburn game. Also, if we have no Rona cases in two weeks with all the riots, it's a farce. Yeah, agree with the last part. Um... What do I hear about the games? Um, they're going to play them uh, as of now. I think all of the all of the uh, stadiums, all of the the schools are putting together different plans. Do you think states will start domino effect following Texas on this fifty percent thing, or at least to some capacity? Honestly, yeah, the Republican states will. Okay. I mean, okay. I mean, being honest. <laughs> Like, I think Michigan's going to go screaming into the night. They're not playing football this year. I mean, it's not to do it until they have to, at which point they will. They, to finish the answer. <laughs> <laughs> CJ says Chase doing a Peloton ride for charity toward a chance. Uh, <laughs> That'd be funny. Sure, whatever. But they're putting together a plan for 25%, a plan for 50%, a plan for it wide open. If you ask me what I think is going to happen, I think it's going to be wide open, enter at your own risk. Don't be an idiot. And early on, if you told and me every that, Saturday they pray there are no idiots. And and if you early on told me that they encourage people, don't get mad at me, encourage people to wear masks, I'd buy it. Mm-hmm. Are they going to police masks? Hell no. They can't. Are they going to, if you told me that they would come up with a way to take people's temperature at the gate, I'd buy that. That's going to be slow. Gonna be slow where they tell people, hey, no don't. tickets now though. You just got your little yeah. card thing. Or digital or whatever they're doing. I don't know. I mean, you know, point. if you told me some stuff like that happened, I, I I could see it. I don't know. 
Again, the season, the Ole Miss's home opener is three months and nine days away. We got some time. If you wear a mask in the stadium, you just you get to take it off while you're eating, like the nachos or the hot dog or the whatever, because <laughs> concessions will be open, right? To some extent. That's an interesting question. How they'll handle concessions? Yeah. What about like, media? I don't think there's going to be any, like baseball said today that in the event that they have a season, the broadcasters will broadcast from a remote location. Oh, really? My guess is that we're doing what we did last year and we're just watching a Zoom call. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, we're probably doing what we did last year anyway. And we right? have a Zoom call on Monday, and maybe we have a Zoom call. You don't think on... we're doing any on-campus interviews this season? No, because I think they want to minimize risk. And you're going to test us every week? And I'm not really arguing at all. I guess my point was when it was going to be fan, no fans for baseball or the basketball tournament, media was considered essential. You think that has changed between then and August? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just think they're going to minimize risk. Because here's the thing, right? If So let's say you want to have media come for Monday's press conference. Sure. You testing us all on Saturday? And they, they can't make us test. Right. I mean, but, I mean, but even if they were, even if we all submitted to testing, when are you going to do that? Who's doing it? Who's processing it? How does that work? Yeah. Come on. You going to test us Thursday before we a Saturday game? Nick Suss says he's guessing a couple thousand people, honestly, marching into the parking lot at the Gertrude Ford Center. It is incredibly peaceful, judging by pictures. But, yeah, just, again, y'all are kind of hearing this in real time as I'm scrolling Twitter. So, anyway, what are you doing? Uh, I was responding to somebody. Actually, my wife asking for the link. Um, Breeze is still out here tweeting. Who? Drew Breeze. Yeah, bless him. Get there in a minute. But No, it's good that it's peaceful. There's 2,000 people in a parking lot. If we can put 2,000 people in a parking lot, we probably can put a few thousand in a football stadium. Frankly, and if Kermit Davis is watching, he's about to hit me. The basketball attendance is probably more at risk from a virus standpoint than football attendance. It's inside. Because it's inside. Yeah, sure. Now, I think by November it's going to be all right. I do. I think people are going to be asked to have some common sense. Tough ask. But I think people – but we're all going to be different, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I went from 40-something years of biting my fingernails to not biting my fingernails. The habit just went away. Went away. I carry hand sanitizer everywhere I go. Do you? Yeah. Uh, I wash my hands religiously. I don't shake hands much anymore. I've done it a couple of times, and when I do it, all I can think about is soap and water. <laughs> I... I, I went in on Sunday when you were doing the golf thing with Brayden. When you were looking for your ball in that grass right there on number 12, I uh, I went to the bathroom and washed my hands because I had shaken. Where was the bathroom? Because uh, I held it for 15 holes. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> no. 
Sorry. I had to pee on the third hole. <laughs> it's uh, it, it's right there in the corridor between 5, 6, 12, and 13. There's a little building, right? Oh, well, someone had told me. When when you were trying to hit the ball through the bushes, when we yeah. had Braden hit the ball through the bushes, yeah. the bathroom was like literally 10 feet to your right. Oh, I would have killed for that moment. Really? Oh, yeah. You probably should have said something. I probably should have, but I didn't. I, at one point, I was like... What would happen if I just ran off into the woods for a minute? I mean, as long as we don't have the video camera on you, nothing at all, probably. Um, yeah, right. it's right there. Point being, I, 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 I was should. trying to make a positive first impression okay. on our intern, so okay. <laughs> she I seemed like Bradley's a very nice hand, girl. And I don't think Bradley has COVID, obviously, but I just washed my hands because I did shake his hand earlier okay. in the day. Yeah, so I was like, oh, okay, let me whatever. Yeah, I guess I shook Brad's hand too. Yeah, I think he's all right. He looked clean. I think we're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had like a canoe or a kayak or something on his his golf cart. He had like some sort of some sort of water. That was a fancy cart. Yeah, he had some sort of water contraption on his uh, whatever. I um, enjoyed seeing his daughters. Yeah, they were cute. Uh, I still think shake hands come back. I, Avery mentions this here. I do wonder if I know it's more of a female thing, but if hugging is gone now. If there's less thing on the people that just, you know, on the south, everybody's kind of hugging when you see them or whatever. Yeah. I wonder if that is way back. Probably not going to hug anybody that I don't really know. I've never been a big hugger anyway, I don't think. I've always been a handshake guy, though. Because I got raised, you shake hands, look them in the eye, and now it's like, eh, I don't know. You're going to do what, here's what you're going to do. It's going to be people you've sort of trust or people you know or things along those lines gonna have to be something in it for me to shake the hand but now at the same time you're not like shaking people's hand you know all the time no like i don't walk in every day and we shake hands on my way to the way to my seat no so that's a good point cj says would you hug the weather chick neil which which weather chick oh yeah y'all have like a cavalry of them yeah jay's got a thing for several of the weather channel girls he watches a lot of Weather Channel? He's big into the Weather Channel. Why? I don't. <laughs> Want me to dissect? Why with Jay is a is yeah. a is an interesting question. I understand that, but Am I shaking my camera? I might have an elbow on the desk. Sorry. Um I've only done two thousand of these. You'd think I'd figure that out by now. Um So uh, where am I going next? I got a couple. Of I don't know. We're gonna ruin the mood by going to Drew Brees. Uh, well, <laughs> we keep getting asked. I'm probably gonna have to go there in a minute. Um. Oh really? I didn't yeah, see yeah, it. yeah. There's there, there's there's several that's 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 been there. Um, I will say I put a call up on boys today. We we talked about it last Monday, Thursday. I don't know. And the more I've talked about it, I've talked to some other people as well. I do think that as much as a statement can do, um, it has helped his capital. I I think sure. Those statements, and I kind of wrote this today. You can find it at rebelgrove.com. A lot of them are just kind of words. There's not much there. It's a lot of group think. Not saying it doesn't. It's better than nothing, but no, there's you, not much. There's not much substance there. You've seen the difference in who's yeah. good at media relations and yeah. who sucks. It, you just throw a black square up for the day. Well, what'd you really do past 280 characters? So, you know, and what he did is he did the multiple things. He he empathized. He localized, which is huge. And frankly, he's done a pretty good job of weaving an incredibly complicated history for Ole Miss. 
And it's something they've bungled in the past in both directions. Yeah. Yeah, at times you got to look back, got to do some stuff, you got to whatever. And then look toward the freaking future. Stop just doing this or stop just doing this. I thought that whether it be him, you know. Bitter got obsessed with the past. Yeah, it becomes paralysis at times where they can't figure out what to do. He He would contextualize a Coke bottle. So I I think I think Boyce his his people however whomever did it I I think it really struck the correct t- tone I, I thought it was very very good um, he spoke directly to the students and you know it's, he's a guy that everybody says you get in, in pretty small circles is pretty good I've talked to a lot of people around him including even in the last few days he's not great with big crowds to this point you know the day with Kiffin. He knew exactly they were not there for him. I'm going right. to talk real quick, and I'm going to get the hell out of the way. Yeah. And it was fine. It's all good or whatever. Sure. Um, just from the standpoint of public speaking, communication skills, whatever, again, don't compare the two. I'm making a very relative statement. Kind of reminds me of W a little bit, where you know I can empathize, I can do certain things, but I'm going to have some fumbles, and I'm going to do some oh, weird yeah. stuff if yeah. you have me really – do a lot of big time public speaking yeah. or whatever, but got to know where I'm standing, know where my heart is, you know, that kind of thing. And we're going to get through it. All right. So I, sure. I think that's been a positive and you know, the more you were around, the more you've watched yeah. WF, you, unless you were a hardcore other way, you, you liked him as yeah. a guy. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. you're not going, Hey, he's the best speaker in the history of the world. Oh, no, 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 no. But that's all right. We'll get through it. Well, you came we'll, away thinking he's a good dude. Cares about people. Yeah. So look, Chancellor, like anything else, is a school board business. I was talking to somebody today. He said, look, most schools, you don't even know who the freaking chancellor is, frankly. I mean, that's not a high-profile position necessarily to the average fan. Right. Um, You're supposed to raise money. Mm -hmm. You are supposed to be a voice in times of crisis or in whatever. Yeah. And then you're supposed to kind of just set a tone for the university. Mm -hmm. Other than that, you kind of get out of the way. The provost handles a lot of the academics. Sure. Your athletic director is handling your athletics. There's... It's a very straight line thing, and then you get credit or you get demerits depending on things that are frankly out of your control in some ways. You know, I mean, sure. Bitter didn't necessarily do the, we didn't do any of the NCAA probation thing, but they lost money and whatever. Well, that's on him. Yeah. They, they lost enrollment. Now, look, he let the recruiting go to hell in a handbasket. Yes, but the other stuff, it just kind of happened. Whereas. Boyce got done the the stem or at least they they found funding for the stem building. They got Tom Duff and, and his brother Jim to do twenty six million toward that. That's a hell of, hell of a gift. Um, that's a school board win, something that had been stalled for a really really long time. And what's going to be interesting is that yeah, he has all the problems that 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 were there when he was hired. You've got enrollment. You've got endowment fundraising that's got to come. You got you got messaging that has to improve. Um, and then you've got whatever this looks like. Frankly, I don't even really know how to judge him in the next six to nine months because of COVID, because of students not on campus, because of so many different things. There are things, obviously, communication-wise, you don't want to fall behind what other SEC schools are doing or state institutions are doing as sure. far as getting kids back on campus. Sure. But it's become a very relative competition now because my point being, you can't do something where you go, hey – well, you did this, or this number is this compared to the last chance, or whether it wasn't a pandemic during that. So it, it becomes, frankly, 
a competition against your competitors at this point, even more so than maybe it's ever been. Oh, for sure. You got a lot of a lot of things to manage. And just look, if you know, if you for example, if you end up having to social I don't think they will, but if you had to, if you had to socially distance the grove. If you had to socially distance luxury suites at football games. You have some pissed off people. You have to change the way you do things. A lot of people don't like change. Well, look, good luck would take, say it's 25% attendance. Good luck yeah. picking that 25%. No. That's why I don't think it's going to happen. Not my job. I've never thought that would happen. I just don't. Because, uh, no. But, yeah, I mean, I think, look, the process that led to his hiring was a joke. Well, yeah, there's no doubt about that. But he's done a really good job. And I thought the way that he handled, I complimented him the other day about the way that he handled the thing with the IHL on the statue after the, the protest with mm-hmm. the spray paint and stuff. It's got to go. He, he basically re- said it's got to get. It, it, he reiterated it. We've done everything we can do. It's up to them. And, and it's got to go. And he said, yeah. you guys need to get out of my way. And now he's got to keep pressing. And then he needs to get a fluffy shark. Like the one on, like like uh, Mott and, and Malloy had the barbecue cook-off thing that they released today. I saw that. Like Malloy's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Malloy's Fluffy Shark with the golf club. Yeah. It's a good logo. Everybody loves that logo. I'm yeah. like, yeah, you think? <laughs> I keep waiting for someone to go, wow. So the golf team got it figured out. So the but... golf team, so why can't the basketball team have a Fluffy Shark logo? Why can't? Because well, that means they're getting rid of Ole Miss, Neil. <laughs> that means the script's gone. Yeah. Why can't <laughs> Malloy is really the head start of that? Yeah. We, we talked. Yeah. We had a drink and ate some cheese after he left last Thursday, and I mean that—that's really what. Well, we're that's doing why I voted for Mott today. today was because Malloy's trying to get rid of the Ole Miss. <laughs> uh, this is more news, more than hey, congratulations. Boyce also uh, taking a fifteen percent pay cut um, during during this right now. Um, I, I know they've done that. It, it's more of a medical center thing, um, Doctor Woodward. I, I know she is. I think the way this was in the Clarion Ledger, um, all executive positions were doing fifteen percent pay cuts, and then anybody at the medical center that making a hundred thousand dollars a year or more, they were doing ten percent pay cuts. So uh, that was in on uh, in that was yeah. Look, he was. Complete, complete and utter political sham um, of a search. I do think there's some worry that um, it could impact the, the way it got political could impact the faculty, the, the 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 ability to bring in top notch faculty during his tenure. I think that's something that could become a problem. That's a lot of academicians are worried about that in a lot of ways. Yeah. And then his 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 internal communication has got to improve. Um, it was pretty bad early on. I know he was planning to remedy some of that, and frankly, COVID didn't allow it because yeah. of the, I mean, you know, there's there was just a pause button hit, and anything that hadn't happened to that point wasn't happening. So, but yeah, overall, it's been it's been positive, and I think slowly, he didn't he still doesn't have a mandate. There's still a lack of trust, but he is slowly gaining capital as this thing moves on. He is, on. and this is going to sound self serving, but he needs to do shows like this one. He needs to let people yeah. know who he is. He needs to let people see a personality. Mm-hmm. Now that we're past, like if you and I talk to him now, we have no interest in the search. I, I'm done. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like that feels like seven years ago. I, can't, I don't even remember it, and it's less than a year ago. Yeah. Do you even remember it? Think of all the shit that has happened. I'm not since sure I can tell you the five finalists. It's him and Robbins, and I was and, stuck on it and for Benson days. And 
I don't know. My point is, is that... and get an interview? I don't know. Did he? I don't. Maybe. Yeah, he did. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> the dude from uh, Texas Wesleyan. Okay. He's an Ole Miss grad. He's applied for like everything at the university every time it opens up. Chancellor just happened to be one of them. What my, was that guy's name? I, I don't know. My point is... is what that, was the dude's name? I, I don't know. My point is that so much shit has happened, since, pardon my language, since then that... No, we wouldn't talk about that. We would talk about other stuff. I would ask about a fluffy shark. Would you? Yeah. I promised I would do that after the Kiffin thing, and I've let COVID... Would he, would he know the joke? I don't know. I might have to fill him in ahead uh, of time. Fred Slaybach. Oh, yeah. He's the dude from Texas West. Mark, Mark's brother. Yeah, sure. I don't know, but he needs to. He, he needs to be... It's hard to get out there when everybody's socially distanced, but... I will say this: What Ole Miss did today, putting out the video, LBs did it too. I guess yeah. that's smart. That's really good stuff. They got let, another one coming. We know that. Let people know who who's who. I mean, those are all really good good people. I don't know uh, Coach Yo at all. I've never mm-hmm. really met her, but like Kermit's Kermit's a great dude, and Matt Mott and Chris Malloy are great dudes. Let people know your people. Let let people get to that's PR 101. Let people know your people. It's like Saturday if they're having a march. It's good for frankly for Lane Kiffin. He needs to be seen with his players and his coaching staff on that campus. It's not his fault that a pandemic hit, but he's been gone for a while. He just got back this week. He needs to be seen. That's just reality. If that upsets people, I don't mean for it to upset people. That. I joke about my ULM education a lot, but I did do a lot of PR and media relations type stuff, and that is basic corporate communications 101. Norvell, who dinnied his way out of that thing, didn't he? Tenuous, though. You think so? Yeah, I mean, come on. That that. What that, are you doing lying on the podium? So he sent, a, he sent a, a form text to his entire team. And then goes, hey, talk to everybody individually. No, you didn't. You sent one text, dummy. <laughs> and they all push back. But yeah, one dude putting the fam you heart colors up on his Twitter. It was like, oh, that's oh, not good. No. Yeah, somebody goes, hey, good news out of Tallahassee. And it's like, it's green and orange. <laughs> it's not good news. It's fam you or Miami. It's um, interesting times. Now's not the time to tell little lies on social media as a coach. Be real. Yeah, good point here. His buyout is a ton. That's why he is safe. Oh, that's very true. Yeah, 100%. Very true. But if you do look up, I mean, you got Norvell doing crazy stuff. He was a finalist. You got Leach over here dealing with all whatever he's going on in his locker room while he's in Key West. I mean, Lane really is doing nothing but tweeting at the Barstool guys right now. So, I mean, Ole Miss is kind of winning right now from that standpoint. Hey, we're just going to – Lane's like talking about 2021 SC Championship games with Big Cat. I mean, that's all we're doing. Yeah, so it's yeah. uh, it's 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 it's, it's gonna be good. okay. Just it's gotta be cool. But you do need to be seen in moments like this. You need to be seen. Like Sam Pittman, at Arkansas last night. You and I talked about this earlier. Yeah. And it's been really well received in that state. And every state's different. There was a. Little criticism because he asked his players, they had a march in Fayetteville or a protest or whatever, and and he asked them to not stay until dark, leave before it got dark. Okay. And they did, but he went 
and he was there with his team, which earned a lot of praise in social media. It earned a lot of praise from media and fans like that. And it looked like unity and felt like unity, and that's important from a pure kind of corporate communication standpoint. And it worked. His team left. Nothing happened. Nobody got in trouble. There was no incident. Everybody felt like they were, you know, one. Sure. Um, Just so I don't forget as much as anything. So, Drew Brees. He's, he's come out with several social media posts in the last, I don't know, 10 hours since this morning. Something like that. Another team met this morning as well. Um... It was tone deaf for sure. That's 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 a one. Um, there was a column that I linked on the message board this morning from USA Today um, that I thought was the best portrayal of kind of my thoughts on it. Um, I do not remember the author's name, but it's it's okay. It'll be all right. I'm mad at myself now because I can't remember it, but it's okay. Um, I agreed with pretty much everything that was in there except um, there was some Kaepernick stuff in there, and I. I believe that um, Kaepernick was trying to be very uh, respectful. I know he had talked to military personnel. I do not believe that his protest had anything to do with the anthem of the flag. I don't. Um, right. I, I, I believe that. And when somebody tells you that over and over again and they're the ones doing it, you kind of should believe them at that point over a, over a multi-year period. Now, in saying that, as private businesses, I, don't, I do not believe any NFL team should have to hire Colin Kaepernick either. Um, well, we've talked you know, about First Amendment. Yeah, First Amendment does not mean it means you don't get arrested. That's what the First Amendment means. It means that the government is not shutting you down. There's nothing more commonly misunderstood than yeah. the First Amendment. Um, you know, he Paula Dean was fired from Food Network. Um, yeah. First Amendment did not cover her. I don't know why it's what popped in my head first, but it did. Um, she wasn't arrested. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. So, point being, everything else though is true. It was incredibly tone deaf. Um, it it just kind of was weird almost like he kind of missed the mark. And it was one of those deals where I believe that he thought he was just speaking from his heart and he just answered a question hundred percent. I don't think, and this is kind of what bothers me a little bit is I don't think he thought, Hey, what is my, or my teammates thinking as I say this? And I'm going, okay, you've been in locker rooms with frankly, majority of African Americans in your locker room for 20 years now. How's that not something that crosses your head a little bit? That, yeah. that, that kind of worries you a little bit from yeah. a standpoint of what he's thinking. You know, seems like a good dude has done a ton i mean clay travis said it today i think he's right i'm not sure there's an athlete that's more important to a city and a state than drew Brees is in new orleans louisiana that's you'd have a hard time finding another one my my problem with what happened with breeze well my last thing okay so then we go is yeah so i think not understanding the situation whoa uh, Labrador is very pumped up right now. Not understanding the situation, not understanding his teammates. He's going to create locker room issues. There's no doubt they've, they've, they've repaired to some extent some of them already, but there's going to be some stuff there. I mean, Malcolm Jenkins, incredibly emotional as he's talking last night. Yeah. Very good video if you haven't seen yeah. it where he's uh, he's talking about it. But what's bothering me, and this is the this is the new one I had conversation when we started the podcast because we're, we're discussing another podcast upcoming, and it's what bothers me is you've got Bree says this, somebody else says, hey, I don't agree with you, and then we get this shutdown. That, that, that's what has bothered me about this culture. entire conversation is we don't go, hey, okay, 
I don't agree with you. You don't agree with me. Now let's talk it out. Let's have a true conversation. Let's drop a lot of this guard. Let's drop let's drop a lot of this fragility. Let's just talk. And I, I feel like that's what in so many of these conversations, you have this this just pause. And it's, hey, I don't agree. You don't agree. And we just shut down and we stop. And we don't take that extra step to go, hey, let me try to understand what you're saying. You try to understand what I'm yeah. saying. And maybe at that point, we do come to some sort of agreement or some sort of something beyond what where we are right now in this country when it relates to this topic. Yep. You just nailed it. That's what bothers me about it. What Breeze said was tone deaf. What Breeze said, I can see why people I can understand why African Americans would be bothered by what Bree said. Sure, 100%. 100% get it. What I didn't like about it was that, so because he has a minute and a half of an answer that minimized, I think, the moment. But I didn't take it as a racial statement. And others are free to disagree. I didn't, I didn't listen to that and go, Drew Brees is a racist. No, 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 and I don't, I don't think that's right. And but, but that's my problem is that what happened instead of having a conversation and a dialogue, and the only way that you ever solve things is to talk them out. That's how you reach a compromise or reach an understanding. You have a conversation. We talk about Major League Baseball. If the owners are going to sit there and go 50 games and the players go 114 games, guess what, man? There's not going to be a season, and then who loses? Everybody. So Drew Brees said something, and all of a sudden there was this desire, and it's out there everywhere, to cancel him. I don't like that. That bothers me. Not because I'm a white guy, but because Drew Brees like gave $5 million dollars to COVID relief. Drew Brees has been a really huge part of that community. And New Orleans has a a substantial African-American population. There's no evidence in Drew Brees's... How long has he been in New Orleans? Since 2006. Okay, so 15 years. There's no evidence in his 15-year career that he's a racist. So he makes a a one-and-a-half-minute... Uh, comment that absolutely was tone deaf, missed the mark, was head scratching, and we want to cancel him. I didn't like that because I don't think that gets us anywhere. And if we make everybody get to a place where we can't have a conversation, well, guess what? Everyone's just going to kind of dig in on their sides and, and we're not going to have progress. We're not going to change society, if you will. No one's ever going to let their guard down. I can't remember who I saw say that one of the biggest things that people can do is let their guard down and listen. Well, hey, if you're worried about getting canceled and having your career ended, like I'm not defending Jake Fromm in any shape, form, or fashion, but if we're going to dig back a couple of years, find a tweet, and kill him, no one's no one's going to open up. No one's going to have conversations about something as sensitive as race relations. Yeah, we got to get to the second level. You got to get through this. Right. Let's get here. And, and so when we get here, we drop it and let's talk. And so when Breeze apologized today, everybody goes, "Well, he didn't mean it." How do you know that? How, 
I would suspect that yesterday after that all happened was an agonizing night for Drew Brees. Take a break in the show to tell you about Community Mortgage located in Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. Underwriting a processing is done in Memphis, so you're getting local underwriting and understand your market. A leader in condo financing in Oxford and the float down option where you can lock in the current rate, but if rates go down before you close, you get the lower rate. 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. Also brought to you by G&M Pharmacy on South Lamar in Oxford, also Tyson Drugs on the Square in Holly Springs. Both those locations are open for regular business hours. Tyson's is utilizing a walk-up window, and GM is offering curbside service there in Oxford. Both stores are dedicated to local delivery and still able to deliver same day as well. 662-236-2222. The podcast brought to you by Visit Oxford. VisitOxfordMS.com is the website. Click the very top so you have to support Oxford during COVID-19. You can see a list of all retailers, restaurants with curbside with delivery options to uh, help you out there if you need that list. Also ways to support hospitality workers who are out of jobs right now in Oxford between Tip Roulette and some other options that you have. Again, visit OxfordMS.com. Podcast also brought to you by Special Orthopedic Group. They are open in Tupelo and Oxford. You can skip the ER for urgent ortho-related injuries at both locations. They're offering, offering virtual health telemedicine. Patients have direct access to all SOG physicians and nurse practitioners. Patients have 24-hour access to appointments at 662 767 4200 or SOGMS.com. No referral is needed. Walk-ins are welcome. And then last but not least, we're brought to you by In-House Interior and Design, 662-681-6241. You can call. You can text. They are available for you. I talked to Nikki this week. They've getting picking up more clients because people are home right now. They're seeing things around their house they want to change. They want to fix up. They offer new client gifts. They offer dorm room appointments whenever that does uh, come with discounts as well. So you can find out more, text or call 662-681-6241. You know, I mean, had to have been. From all indications, he talked to a lot of those people who talked about him. I know he talked to uh, Kamara. Mm-hmm. I think he talked to... Uh, Armstead, uh, I saw on Twitter today. The receiver, Thomas, Michael, Michael Thomas. Thomas. He, yeah. he, I would suspect he talked to Jenkins. I don't know. He talked to people yesterday. I think Jenkins said he talked to him. I, I thought I saw that somewhere where Jenkins said they had spoken. So, I don't know. Not, and so before anybody goes, oh, you're defending Drew Brees, I'm not defending Drew Brees. But I, but, but if, if no one's ever going to be allowed to make a mistake, to have a bad moment, to have a, a, a line of commentary that, that gets out of control – no one's going to talk. I mean, I was thinking about it today. Like, you know, we're talking about doing certain podcasts, and I'm like, you know, I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know how comfortable I am with certain lines of conversation. Well, I dealt with it on Monday. Um, was talking to a friend of mine, African American, the day yesterday, and I said, you know, I, I was contemplating on Monday's show what to say about any of this, whether to say anything. And I said, I, be honest, I kind of froze up because I wasn't sure what to say. I had worry because I've got a microphone in my face and I'm recording it and I'm putting it out that if I slip on a word or two, sure, did I say something wrong when yeah. I didn't mean to? You know, I, I I asked him. I said, "What what what do you suggest?" I'm really I'm really being serious here because I kind of want to take on this topic a little bit, and I'm I don't want silence to be seen as. Stepping away or yeah. being approving of the situation. Sure, or being a coward. Yeah, but at the same yeah. time, I want to 
be able to do it in a very coherent way that has the right intentions and the right understanding from people as well. And That's I mean, why I enjoyed my conversation with Nick Williams. Yeah, when we yeah, talked yeah. about how, do I see the world differently than Nick does? Sure. And the does point that, does that make one of us wrong? Yeah. No. It it doesn't. It, but we, but the two of us can have a conversation where we talk about how we see the world differently, and I can see his perspective, and he can see mine, which allows the two of us to not only have a better relationship, but to have a better understanding of one another. Mm-hmm. I mean. You talk to two people about an experience, any experience that they shared together. They will have seen it differently. They'll remember it differently. Does it make one of them wrong or right? You know, I mean, I don't know. I I, I mean, I've, I've, this has been a tough week. I think people are exhausted from it. People have listened a lot. I think there's been a lot of progress made. But man, if we're going to do this cancel thing, that's, that's, to me, that's a, a, a form of almost violence that people are going to push away from. And then, then there is no conversation. And then there is no progress. Yeah. The ability to not, the, the, the inability to make a mistake. Or to, again, not speak 100% clearly when, look, 99% of us who are trying to tackle this, trying to talk about it, trying to open some dialogues in some different ways, we're not political activists. We're not, we're, we're, this isn't what we do. You know what I mean? I mean, we're, sure. we're, we're not trained in that. So it's very possible, yeah, something's going to get twisted as I'm talking. I mean, well, no, the majority it's, it's, it's of people, tough. the majority of people get up every day and just get into the day, raising your family, yeah, working your job. Take the dog for a walk. You know, I mean, get to 930. And I mean, I made this joke the other day on something I wrote. I can't remember what I've written and said so many things, but, you know, I just want to dial out. I want to see if Bobby Flay loses tonight. Is that rain? It sure sounds like it. Yeah. It poured earlier grief. today. No, it's been like monsoon season the last couple of days. Last night but, was bad too. But you know what I mean? I mean, I I don't I don't want to always be on guard. It's a quick shower, but it is one hard one. It's like orange for 20 minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah, just a I mean, just hammering down for a uh, about 15 minutes. Maybe 20 25 total. Yeah. Something like that. But you know, I don't I saw people kind of labeling Drew Brees as a racist today and I don't, I just kind of thought that was unfair. But I'm a white guy, so maybe I don't see it the same way that other people do. I mean, I I listened to his comment and cringed like, gosh. Calls? Anything else? What do you want to do? Uh, yeah, we take calls. Reinhardt says, not exhausted, just beginning. Who cares who gets canceled as long as we keep getting killed and killed while. But see, here's my thing. Here's my thing. I've not met one person, white, black, or otherwise, 
who doesn't want to see every one of those officers prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law in Minneapolis. I've not met one person, white, black, or otherwise, who doesn't want to see those rednecks prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law for hunting down uh, Ahmaud Arbery. Not seeing one person. That's where I always come back to it. I'm not sure it's always as much black versus white as it is good versus evil. I don't know one I don't know one intelligent person who doesn't believe we have a law enforcement issue in our country. I don't know one intelligent person who's unwilling to admit that African Americans are profiled in a way that whites are not by law enforcement. Mm-hmm. I don't know one person I don't know one intelligent person who would argue that. Are there people out there that would? Of course. But then you're getting into, you're painting with too broad of a brush. Are all whites racist? Of course not. Of course not. think we're set up now a second i missed bubba's call a couple times so uh while you're doing that let me tell you our friends at blue delta are very pleased to announce that blue delta studio is open monday through saturday from 10 to 6 if you have jeans to pick up or if you're ready to get measured for your own blue delta jeans don't hesitate to drop by or reach out to blue delta to schedule an appointment and while you're in don't forget to check out blue delta's new line of georgia milled duck canvas fabrics Strong and durable. These are the ultimate made-to-last pants. It's info at bluedeltajeans.com. On social media at Blue Delta Jeans. Whichever way is easiest for you, give the Blue Delta Jeans team a shout, and they'll be glad to see you. Uh, I would say somebody's asking when the hats will be available. I'm going to guess... I'm going to guess about two and a half weeks. Um, the person that did our logos sent me an updated uh, color to try to darken the powder blue on the white hats a little bit because the whites were kind of the, – the powder blue on the white hat was kind of fluorescent almost. Okay. So we're, uh, we're fixing that a little bit. That's the, I want uh, one of those hats. You like those hats? Yeah, I don't want a visor though. You might pull off a visor. No. You don't think so? Like Matt Nagy tries to do that, the Bears coach, and it's just so – It really doesn't work. It's doesn't such it? a bad look. Like not even a little bit. It's it's it doesn't doesn't make sense. I mean, you're not. What's the point? You don't have hair. You can't. Bald people can't pull off visors. Who are we talking to? SBN and Two Plus. How's it going? Good. How are y'all? Oh, we're good. Neil. Yes, sir. You know. uh you, you, you criticize the uniforms a lot. What are you doing with that black hat on, on a blue jersey? Well, it wasn't really planned. You're right. It's a, it's a lot of conflict here. Um, I, I had the hat. I had a different shirt on earlier, but I realized that I've been wearing jerseys to bring sports back. I've been doing my part to bring sports back, and uh, this was the jersey that I grabbed. I could have grabbed a baseball jersey, but I'm so mad at MLB today that I, I, I didn't feel comfortable with that. I almost pulled out my Oklahoma City Thunder uh, Kyle Singler jersey, but um, I, I didn't pull that one out. I'll probably save it for another week. So it, it, instead, I was 
my friend Cole got me the, the Nashville soccer jersey, so I decided to wear that in honor of MLS returning soon. Okay, I thought you stole it from Carson. No, Carson sure that one didn't fit. Carson got one too, but his didn't fit. Mine did. Is Cole doing some branding with that, or if so, you need to adjust the uh, mic. I mean, the camera. That's true. We do have Renaissance across the across the bottom of the jer- across oh, the bottom yeah, of the jersey now. Renaissance Bank, uh, home of the sponsor of Nashville Soccer Club. Look, I see Webb commenting like I'm asleep, but uh, he likes me in the comments. He, I guess he don't like me online uh, on the phone. Well, we're used to Bubba going first, so you know, throw, throwing off routines. I, know, and I, I need to apologize to everybody for that. <laughs> I got to apologize to everybody for that. I'm sorry, Bubba, and everyone else. Uh, I wanted to talk about the flag for a second. Sure. I'm so which, which, which ready flag for the state? Flag. Okay, okay. I'm so ready for a new flag, man. I don't know what. Do y'all know when the last time we voted on that? Two thousand before I got here. Yeah, two thousand one, two thousand two, something like that. I think okay, that's right. Well, that seems like a while ago. I mean, is anybody buying vehicles from 2002, motorcycles, uh, anything like that these days? Um, I'm trying. Our message board had a thread up the other day where I think 94% said change the flag. Is that what so the that final was, vote yeah, was? I think it was somewhere around 94%. That was good. Um, and what's, you know what's amazing to me is that there's, there's a ready-made flag the sten- is it Stennis? The, the Stennis flag, flag that's yeah. ready made that you could just throw out and everybody go, oh, that's cool, whatever. Right, you would probably get 80%. I, I'm guessing. And then you could do it. And if people said, you know what, that's that's not good. I talked to someone today. I'll t- I was talking to Gant Boone at OUB. Yeah. I said, you could put up a blue flag with a big white magnolia blossom or a magnolia tree and just put the word Mississippi on it. And everybody go, that's good. That's cool. Yeah, what, what what it's changed to really does not matter right now at all. Like, sure, yeah, great, whatever. Sure. Um, you know, look though, you, you make a good point. Does anybody since two thousand thousand two? And I, I don't know how to. There's no way to really be politically correct about this necessarily. About twenty years is probably right for a generation that was going to keep that flag to not be voting anymore. If you want to be honest, like the longer it goes, the more likely you are to get the votes during a referendum. You're waiting for those people to die off. Essentially, yes. yes. I mean, I, I don't. You know what I mean? But that's from a vote from a voting populace standpoint. The voting populace in 2002 is much different than the voting populace in 2020. I kind of felt like I was going to get. Uh killed by you know saying that i'm ready for a new flag you know i mean possibly but i really don't give a shit uh i've got reasons though i mean i've got real reasons like you know a flag is supposed to be uh a symbol that unites people and obviously this one doesn't that we're carrying right now that's the first reason number two is uh the the is the confederate flag inside the flag that's the flag for northern virginia i believe uh so it's stolen and it's cop it's just a copy of somebody else's uh original flag uh, and then number three guess what uh we lost the civil war so why are we flying a flag i mean like we're usually losers don't fly flags i mean it's uh Hey, quick, a ton of quick why as- we should get rid of that. Thing. Quick aside, just because I'll forget otherwise. Uh, speaking of the Civil War, did you watch the the <laughs> three part um, uh, documentary on Grant? 
It was on. Uh, it was on the history. It was on the History Channel. It was fantastic. It was so well done. Leonardo DiCaprio uh, directed it. It was a- absolutely fantastic. Anyway, that's a total aside. Here's my thing. I just thought about it because you mentioned Civil War. It was great. I mean, like Laura at first was like, "I'm not watching this," and by the third night, she was like, "Don't turn it." It was so well done. Um, here's my thing about the flag in Mississippi: is that you you have you have all of these companies that are out there that are moving to places like North Alabama that would it probably at least consider Mississippi. Uh, oh yeah, c- cost of living is much uh, less. Sixty-four uh, percent to thirty-six percent kept the flag in two thousand one. Wow. Looked it up. Okay, but the, so you, you you could bring business here, you could bring jobs here. They're not going th- those companies. You're already fighting a reputation, right? You have, you're fighting a reputation of you're backward, you're slow, you're racist, you're whatever. That's your reputation from a, a from a hundred thousand feet in the air. If the flag's sitting there with a Confederate flag on it, you you can't overcome that if you're trying to get a, a company from New York or California or wherever to relocate. That why why do you hamstring yourself from the very beginning? That's what I don't understand. Put a magnolia tree or a magnolia blossom or the Stennis flag or whatever out there and eliminate that obstacle. What's wrong with the flag they used during the Civil War? Like, no offense to the Civil War thing, but it, from 1861 to 1865, Mississippi's flag was a big white flag with a blue kind of square with a white flag in the corner and a big magnolia tree in the middle of it. There you go. Good enough. Good I'm enough. moving on. All good. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. I'm not sure I can get on board with the Magnolia. But I can get on board with uh, Dennis. Yeah, uh, I mean, my point is that me, you can put me, the state outline in red in the middle of a white background. But, if, but let me. But let right me ask now. you this: If I told you, if if I told you that that would be a, an obstacle that got you serious consideration as a state to bring in corporations and 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 business that would create jobs and create revenue and all of that stuff for the state, you'd sign off on a Magnolia blossom in a heartbeat. I guess so. I mean, I, I like the guitar on the tags better than I did the magnolia. But well, and I think you uh, could. I mean, I think you could do something that that celebrated your your I mean, uh, the the, hey, the we musical. Got, we've got a hell of a yeah. We've got yeah. a hell of, we got a we we got a stake in that for sure. Hey, one other thing before I hang up. Uh, I want to say as far as statues go. Uh, I mean, I think it's kind of ridiculous ridiculous to have a statue of anybody, any person for anything. That's my personal opinion. I just think it's kind of dumb. I mean, who cares? You did this, you did that. Who cares? Yeah. That's Appreciate the call. Thank you. What? Just nothing. I mean, put up a statue of... It doesn't matter. You could do a flag. Make a flag of, like a Mount Rushmore. You could put Archie Manning and Walter Payton and... Jerry Rice. Elvis Presley or something and be done with it. How's it going, Bubba? How y'all doing tonight? Uh, you're, you're What's really, up, Bubba? You weren't late. You were just too early. Well, you know, I had to let the dogs out. And, uh, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Who, who let the dogs out? So, well, when I'm sitting there, they had to use the bathroom, so I had to let them out. By the time I got back, you know, I, I couldn't call in. But it is what it is. It is. I'm number two tonight. But uh, I had an idea. If you, won't you boys drive up to Walnut? We'll do a Miller Lite taste test, like your wine tasting, or I can come down and I'll bring <laughs> okay. three and eight. All right. Hey, we'll if you'll bring, bring three I'll and bring eight, eight, we're in. 
if if you're gonna if, if three and eight are gonna be there, let's go there because three and eight with Gus and Rizzo, it, it it's going to be quite distracting. So do I? Are, are we are we taste testing like the Miller lot? Do, do, we, do we get the high life too? I mean, do we get banquet yeah, beers how, how around does, here? What how does we do? this work, Bubba? Well, I'll come down, bring a case of beer. I'll bring two cases, and we'll drink it and see who gets drunk quicker. Oh, okay. I'm thinking, or 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 we can just see see which one. We can taste test them all. Y'all just let me know. How's the repo so, business this I week? Think, <laughs> uh, been kind of crazy with the R and R going to Rhoda and the, the protests and the riots. But you know, it's I, I have a good one from about a week and a half ago. I had to repo this this, uh, this old boy's bass boat. Went down there, and I think I'm getting soft in my old age. He had tears in his eyes. Says, "Please don't take this. It's the only thing keeping me safe from my wife. She's nagging me so badly being at home and." I actually put the boat down to just call the bank and take care of things, you know. But you know, I, I really felt sorry for him. He's he had tears running down his eyes. Where so, anyway? Where does he live? Outside of Ripley. Oh, okay. Ripley. Uh, what, far, what did she look like? Out of curiosity. Well, she's sitting there yelling at him, and uh, she didn't look that good. Um, yeah, yeah. She She was. She had a lot of flies on her, and uh, but anyway. So you sentenced just, uh, you sentenced him to more time with her. Yep, I sure did. So anyway, I uh, well, I left the boat there, so he's got escape claws for about a week, I, and I, I haven't heard anything. So you know, anyway, but it's all good. I can't complain about that. You know, just been just been kind of crazy things going on. Just kind of worried. My wife's a little worried. Told her ain't gonna be no no protests or rides up and won't it. We social distance. We don't like our neighbors anyway. So, do, you, do, uh, do you wear a mask while you're repoing? <laughs> sometimes, you know, I don't want to scare people. Help, I don't want to get shot anyway. You know. You take your dogs so, with the, with you? No, they bark too much. Senior's getting a little senile in his old age. He just sits there and he barks way too much. Junior will come with me sometimes, but you know he. I don't know. He has a tendency to run off. So. But Senior used to be really good, but he just, I mean, he barks way too much. So, anyway. But I got two questions tonight, and then I'll let you boys go. Um, one, you think you get Coach Lane to call into the show sometime? Uh, and uh, and then uh, – I don't like our chances. One, you think you, yeah, well, you know, there's always a miracle. That's true. Um, the, the other is uh, – you could do a live show, you know. Uh, are you going to do that this year before the game? And if so, I'll uh, I'll, I'll definitely come down. Sounds and, uh, good. I hope you guys have. A, you hope you boys have a good night, and I'll talk to you later. Appreciate it, Bo. Yeah, we can do some. We can do pregame shows. We could probably pull that off. Uh, yeah. Need sure. some. Need find a good sponsor. Yeah, wherever we'll go. We we. Have sponsor will travel. Um, yeah. it, 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 it works. It's 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 all right. That's a good. That's a good point, Cole. Why did I not get a jersey? It was only Neil and Carson getting 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 jerseys. Uh, uh, uh. You've not been on the jersey bandwagon. I haven't been on the jersey bandwagon. I'm trying to answer that call. By the way, it's not really working. I don't know what's going on. Okay, I'll take golf balls instead. Neil didn't even have to open his second dozen the other day. 
That was the best. Po- well, yeah. you, you did play with a couple you found, but I mean, I'm telling you, I, I was. I only played with one that I found. I didn't play with the the, the Bridgestone. Bridgestone. I played with the pink ball till I lost it. Where'd you lose it at? I can't remember. All those holes are the same. Okay, fair enough. How's it going tonight? Good. I got a question for the basketball guy. Uh, that would be Mr. McCready. Okay, I'm a Kentucky fan. Could you see in uh, four years when Cal gets the head coaching job at Cleveland, Kermit maybe being in the running? At Kentucky? Yeah. I mean, if he, I think if maybe – because I think right now our short list is mm, the guy at Texas Tech, Chris Beard, Bruce Pearl, Are we on speaker or something? By yeah, the way, we, you're, we, you're kind of going in and out. A I heard bit. I heard Beard and Pearl, and then I didn't I didn't know who else you said. Uh, Donovan, and then if <laughs> Kermit like gets Ole Miss to the Sweet Sixteen once, and then maybe the Elite Eight. Yeah, maybe. Well, I mean, the only th- Jocko Smart, I think, is gone. He's off our sm- our little short list. So wait, I want to back up a minute. You said you said Calipari's going to Cleveland. Yeah, I think. In four years, I think he's going to New York after this year, or eventually. I mean, but we do this every year, and Calipari never leaves. He's we're, he can't. He's kind of like Saban. I mean, he, he can't go to the NBA and buy whatever team you want the way that he can at Kentucky. I mean, it doesn't work like that, and so and we don't buy anyone. Right, right. So, um, yeah. Okay, let me ask you this. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Why did Zion go to Duke instead of Kentucky? Because they paid more. Because they buy too. No. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold, hold, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We have a Kentucky, ba- well, Kentucky basketball fan who thinks it's all legitimate. You, wait, no offense. You, you think kids are going to Lexington? I mean, literally, I read an article the other day. Was it, was it Jalen Brown? Who was talking about? He went to Cal because he actually wanted to take some of the classes at Cal, and he said, "If I just wanted to go get paid to play basketball, I would have gone to Kentucky or North Carolina or somewhere." I mean, come on. And I don't. I don't. Well, hey, and, and hold on, hold on, hold on. And I don't fault you a bit. If I'm Kentucky and I've got that reputation and and all that stuff and all the connections, hell, man, I'm buying the best team I can buy every year too. I mean, that, that's smart business there. I, I have absolutely no problem with it whatsoever. Uh, can I ask you a question? Of course. Why haven't we been found in any of these FBI stuff? Because you're pretty good because at it. Because you've got multiple layers and you're good at it. And then how come in this new documentary the guy didn't say? Why, I mean, why did he say Kentucky knows what they're doing? They know not to cheat like LSU. Because they don't cheat like LSU. They cheat with layers. They don't have the coach on the phone saying stupid stuff. Calipari has – I guarantee you Calipari has uh, – uh, what's, what's the uh, He has the ability to say, I, I don't really know. Plausible deniability. Plausible deniability. Thank you. Nah, nah. The NCAA would come. They want Cal. Of course they want Cal, but they can't get Cal. The NCAA wants Saban, but they can't get him. Come on. Well, you know better than that. Come on. You, 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 you we're not, we're, I'm, I'm not willing to let you off this hook. You can't tell me that you think all these kids are racing to Lexington to spend a year watching the horses. Okay. I mean, come on. Give I'll me give a you, break. I, and I love you, Lexington. I'll it's give, a great place, but give me a break. I'll give you this, I'll give you this Zion, but, um, oh, who's the guy that went to Memphis and got in trouble? Derek Rose? Um, no. 
last year of gosh, what's his name? Uh, oh, oh, Wiseman, uh, James Wiseman. You don't think Kentucky could pay more than than Memphis? No, because Memphis was tied into it way too early. They were moving him and buying his house and stuff. They had their they had their hooks in him from high school. I mean, like way oh, early on. Would you rather limit? They they could do it. Um, and then oh, there was another transfer um, that we missed out on that just went to BYU. The oh, the uh, kid from, from Purdue. the kid from Bad Purdue. Harm. Yeah, that, but that deal Bad might harm. that deal might have some other connection to it. I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I will give you. I mean, I'll give you the. Um, Tyler Hero we paid for. I'll give you that one, but well, I don't of think course you did. Like all these other throws that did. <laughs> oh, you don't think y'all paid Anthony Davis? You think he went there just for fun, kicks and giggles? <laughs> Come yes. On. Stop. All right, so you're asking who's the next coach at Kentucky going to be? Billy Donovan's in his 50s. He just turned 55. I don't know that Billy Donovan is the guy. Kermit's 60. By the time he went to a Sweet 16 and Elite Eight, he'd be in his. I mean, Kermit probably, no, probably not. he probably hit me, so probably not. You're not hiring Bruce Pearl at Kentucky. Chris, Frank Martin? You're not hiring Frank Martin at Kentucky. Chris Beard makes a lot of sense, but it's probably it's probably some – That's boring basketball. It's not boring basketball. They just went to the, they just went to the finals. Uh, look how he plays. He's a lot like Tony Bennett. That's boring basketball. It doesn't matter if you get the players Kentucky gets. Come on, stop! I mean, boring. How many? How many times do you stay up and watch UVA and say this is fun? UVA? Yeah. I don't. I don't ever think that's particularly yeah. fun. But that style works. For yeah, them. that's why Tony Bennett wouldn't work here. Yeah. You get old men like that. You get the old boosters. They get bored quick. You could hire get sweater vest and lower deck at Rock. They lose their mind with that. You could hire Penny. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> He cheats too much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, I love you guys. Ain't nothing better. Than... I tell you what. Yep. I tell you what. Last year, if we would have played Duke in the national championship, Zion would have gotten his. What do you mean, Zion? We would have. We would have. Oh, we would have killed Duke in the national championship. Yeah. Well, you didn't get there. Neither did they. So. Yeah, they they choked. They choked. They choked. But um, I, I can tell the Zion thing's really, really haunting you. A year later, it's going to be okay. You'll get the, you'll get the next one. Well, yeah, because they're about to get exposed. I'll tell you what's interesting is uh, Mikey Williams. Did you see this? Mikey Williams kind of coming out this week saying he's thinking about playing in an HBCU. I could see it. That, I tell you what's about to take over is the G League. The G League's a real thing, and they're putting their putting those uh those teams in some interesting markets and that's yeah i mean you know in in all seriousness if a if a if a young african-american player wants to really make a social statement right now a kid like mikey williams a kid like mikey williams going to a place like uh was it norfolk state um I forgot yeah, some of the others. Yeah, it was an SC State. It might have been SC State. Yeah, it might have been. I mean, going to a place like that would absolutely make a statement, especially if he had coattails. And especially if one of the yeah. shoe, especially if like Nike or Adidas got involved. Not that shoe contracts people would get involved with with players, but if something like that happened and made it a big story at a at a HBCU, that would that would absolutely get a lot of headlines, and it would it would uh, it would be quite popular right now. And so, I, I think I think something like that is actually something really to watch. 
We'll see. And then another question. What do you think about Kentucky contending for the East this year in football? I, mean, I think that's funny. No. We can go beat Auburn at Auburn. Well, well yeah, but Aub- the, 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 is Auburn the, in the East? The, Georgia's the issue. Yeah, no, jo- that's our West crossover. Georgia, yeah, Georgia and Florida are kind of going to be problems for you. Well, we go down to Florida with a limited crowd. We beat them two years ago down there oh, with yeah. a full crowd. Okay. I, to be honest, with you, I haven't given it. A, I haven't given it a hell of a lot of thought. I Mark will say Dubes. this. I, I, I will say this. If 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 Kentucky gets in position to win the East, I will be so on board. Chase will be too. We will we will cheer for the Wildcats hard. Well, two years ago we were. Yeah. Two years ago we played Georgia for the East title yeah. in Lexington. Yeah. What was that score? You know how'd that go? Well, Georgia was cheating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, hey, you, you are correct. Yes. yes. Hey, congratulations. You're catching on. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like the good teams have more players. It's it's unbelievable how that works. Hey, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Yep. Enjoyed it. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> Georgia's cheating. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah. True. <laughs> 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 uh, Webb says I- ideal for a sponsor for a live show we could have a camel towing service from uh, Walnut if you have a, a Miller Lite show with Bubba it'll be your best show ever he's going to be here for the Auburn Ole Miss game I got I to gotta figure out a way to get JG here for that game for Auburn? yeah maybe get JG to come the night before and then in time to get back to Auburn so he can do his show oh Jay's post game show makes serious money yeah He's doing well on Saturday nights. Doing, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the number yeah. last week. Did I you know. see it? Yeah, you sent it to me. Yeah. How's it going? Who's on the line? Hey, guys. Marv, South Georgia. Oh, hey. What's hey, up? Marv. What's going on, guys? How are y'all? Uh, we're uh, good. Lovely. Good, good, good. Man, the uh, the Kentucky fan, he was uh, he was higher than a giraffe's butt crack, wasn't he? <laughs> a little bit. I mean, I, I do love the job that Stoops has done, that we got that as a legitimate question. That was funny. That yeah, was good. I, I, mean, was, I, was, I was impressed with that. So, uh, sticking with the East, I, I don't see it publicized very much. Did y'all see what Eli Drinkwitz did with the Mizzou players at the end of his uh, march? No. What do you do? What do you do? So they, they took the team, and I'm sure you know other athletes and students were there as well, but uh, they looped around the courthouse, and like 60 of the players got registered to vote. Oh, is that right? Yes, yeah, so that's just – and they, see, you know, they interviewed them, and most of them said, you know, I didn't even know how to register to vote. I've never registered. So that was kind of a, kind of a neat thing. I don't know. It was just – No, that, that some, is a neat action. thing. That's yeah. good. Yeah, that yeah. was one of the things that came out of Florida State's meeting today was that everybody was going to register to vote. Yeah. Oh God, Florida State. Just Norvell. I don't think I've ever seen a first year coach crap the bed as I don't know. He's he's not done well. That was that's 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 a bad I I I'm I question his ability to get past that other than the money. Uh, yeah. but yeah, yeah, hey, good for Drinkwitz, you know. I mean you you are a lot of coaches give that a lot of lip service about developing young people and we're trying to develop men and all that stuff and and a lot of times it falls on deaf ears, but when you, you know, when you get guys to understand that they have a, I don't know, some would call it a civic duty, but certainly a, a civic opportunity to vote. It's one of our one of our rights that 
no one's stopping you from going to go take advantage of that ride if you're a citizen. And a lot of you, you realize a lot of young people, football uh, players and otherwise, they they don't ever take the time to go register to vote. And then when elections come and go and they're not pleased with the result and they say, well, I didn't get to vote. Well, you did get to vote. You chose not to vote. So good for them that they're going to exercise their constitutional right. That's great. Yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing. Um, <clears throat> I have a I have a random hypothetical. You are talking to the former caller, and uh, you know, the, you made the comment about you know the reason Calipari never leaves is kind of the same reason Nick Saban never leaves. And uh, so, who do you, who do you think leaves first? You know, retires first, and Calipari or Saban? And uh, I, I googled it a second ago. Calipari sixty eight, Saban seventy two. Yeah, uh, Cal sixty eight. Cal sixty eight. He's wow. a good looking sixty eight. I didn't realize that at all. And Saban's a great looking seventy two. In fairness, um, that's a great question. I, I don't think either one of them have even given a real thought to retirement yet. Which means you think, or, or how about this? I'll, I'll, I'll add one. Jim Harbaugh gets fired. Not, not, not moves. Gets fired. He gets fired. You know what? Before the pandemic, I would have said he gets fired. Now. I don't know. Because of all the whatever? Yeah, and in fairness to him, he has yeah. handled this really well up there and scored a lot of points. He has. Um, yeah. is Sa- Saban's not going to take another NFL jump. He's done. This is it. Who's hiring a 73 no, year old? How do, you go, how do you try to build a team and a roster and a man? Like, how do you do that at 70? Because he's going to at least coach this year, so just put that at 73. I mean, good yeah. lord. I mean, You'd be coaching your first year at 74. No way. Not, yeah. not today, and, and I don't think I don't think Saban. I think Saban's gone before Calipari, and I think Harbaugh makes it at Michigan. Makes it, yeah. I think he's there for the. Yeah, long. I, I, the I think he's there for it. the. I, mean, I think he's beat Ohio State. You got to win the Big Ten. Yeah, I just think he's got more time now. I think I think the the whole pandemic thing bought him time. Yeah. Uh, Chase, did you see, and I'm not making light of the situation at all, but did you see where uh, Sean Payton got trolled by the shooter McGavin? I did. Account? Yeah, I, it, was, it was the time that's just to put Twitter up last night. Once Payton started talking to a parody account, I went, okay, that's <laughs> that's it. Um, justifying yourself to shooter McGavin um, is not necessarily <laughs> the way to uh, – yeah, it was it was it was a low moment in a in a night of low moments. So yeah, it was it was it was not good, not not not, not, not good at all. You saw the locker room just fracturing, yeah, didn't okay. you? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, that's what he replied. He's like, "This meeting's been scheduled for two weeks. Check your facts." Yeah, it's like, geez. So, <laughs> who's the uh, what's, what's the account that always goes? It, it got freezed that time about the his cousin Barry McCockner. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, Barry McCockner yeah. was he was involved last night too. Yeah, <laughs> when freeze overdose of marijuana, <laughs> he overdosed of marijuana. And yeah. Freeze yeah, responded, "I just <laughs> died laughing." <laughs> just Barry McCockner went after Breeze with my four month old son. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> oh gosh. So, uh, what are you guys drinking? Uh, I've had nothing but water all night. I'll be honest. I, I, I am. I've been tired. I'm, I'm having a hard time, kind of, kind of hanging in. Um, I'm having an Ananda in, uh, IPA from it's uh, Wiseacre in Memphis. Yeah, I think so. I thought that was a Wiseacre yeah, can. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. What's it like? Um. It's it's a, it's a really good IPA. It's got some hop, but it's not over the top. Okay, and it's good. I like it. Okay, I don't know. 
I've just it's kind of a summery beer. I've been drinking. Um, they're called Paul IPAs: uh, pomegranate, agave, hmm. and uh, guava. Ooh. And they're very citrusy and fruity. And I can drink one or two, and it's 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 refreshing and crisp. But anything after that, it gets it gets really sweet. Yeah, I was gonna say it, but, sounds, uh, it sounds kind of sweet. Yeah, it is. But one or two after a, a long day, they're they're pretty enjoyable. But uh, I'm sipping on a uh, Michter's Toasted Barrel Sour Mash right now, and it is absolutely delicious. Oh, that is good. Yeah, that, that that's really good. Um, I'm a, I'm I'm a, I'm a fan there. So. Yeah, that's what I was trying to find something a little little lower proof. I typically don't drink a lot when it's hotter, but I was gonna try to listen to the pod and call yeah. in, so I figured I may as well have a have a drink. I hear you. Well, I uh, appreciate it. Do it. Uh, call in next week. Let's yep. talk. Yep. Hey, I'll, uh, yep. I'll leave you with this. When do you think we'll get another uh, Bourbon South? Is that still in the works? Are you uh, kind of give up on it, or no, we can throw. I, actually, I've got one. I can throw up. I can I, I, I can throw you one. So yeah, we uh we, we, one in the hopper. I can uh, I can head your way more. All right, yep. that'll be good. Be All right. See you. <clears throat> Appreciate that. Let's see. It's always a uh, always good for some uh, for some liquor talk there. Um, no, I'm awake right now. That's not what I meant. I'm just saying when, when we did the eight o'clock, and then you have a drink or two, and suddenly I'm a zombie before I before I get out of there. It's just kind of like, Ugh. um. So yeah. Grunhart has a thought in here. I, I didn't realize that six wins in thirty years against Auburn for Ole Miss football. Auburn is twenty four and six. Yeah, still missing the last. 30. Yeah, I, I knew it wasn't good, and I guess that makes sense when I think about it through my head a little bit. But I didn't realize it was quite that bad. No, so they, so they're averaging or not averaging. They've gone two and eight three straight decades. Yeah, that's why I, I I say that about Mississippi State the other day on the podcast. If if you're Ole Miss and Mississippi State's a thorn in your side, you have no chance because you're never you're never going to dominate. Alabama, Auburn, LSU. I mean, if you offered Lane Kiffin right now, if you told him, "Hey, you're going to be the head coach at all at, at Ole Miss for ten years," mm-hmm. and you offered him five and five against Auburn in those ten years, he'd be a fool not to take that. A fool. A five hundred record against Auburn. Mm-hmm. It's one hundred percent. You've got to beat Mississippi State, Arkansas. Vanderbilt every freaking year to have a real chance because then you you've got because you still got Alabama and LSU and Auburn and Texas A and M that you're, you're going to have your work cut out for you historically Ole Miss doesn't fare well against Alabama it doesn't mm-hmm. fare well against Auburn bottom line it's like Texas we talked you said this the other day Texas A and M's problem is. They want to focus on Alabama and Auburn and LSU, and hell, they can't beat Ole Miss and Mississippi State. I mean, if you're Arkansas right now, are you pointing it at Auburn? Hell no. You got to say, hey, we got to beat Ole Miss and State first. Yeah. Someone's got to emerge from that group. But if you're Ole Miss, you Arkansas, Mississippi State, and Vanderbilt have to be wins. If they're not wins, realistically, the others are the, the hills too too steep. Gulf Coast asked me if I've had the uh, the barrel pick maker's mark from High Cotton. I have not. However, uh, we did a show with the guys that did that barrel. I trust their palates. Uh, it's gonna be a, it's, it's gonna be an easy drinker. It's gonna be um, it's gonna be a good sipper for you there. So if it's there, I definitely would uh would, would grab a bottle of that. The the way that the way makers does the staves and to, oh I've to got flavor that. the makers yeah really, I, I really got good a, stuff. I got so. a bottle of that. 
I haven't yeah. opened it yet. Um, it's good stuff. So uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll recommend that one for uh, for sure. Uh, let's see. The Kentucky fan just hanging out with us tonight is one of the more interesting things we've uh, we've we've, we've, we've yeah. dealt with in a while. Yeah, that was that was interesting. You just never know. Never know who's listening to the big show. Oh gosh, I don't know. I'm, I don't even know why I'm laughing. It just is. It it, it is what it is. Um, uh, what else you got? Oh, we got a box. We got one box. I got one box. So I want to tell people this because it's uh, it's timely. Uh, Dead Soxy, I told you about the uh, Soft Verbal podcast. They have a, a Father's Day special that's out right now. Go to deadsoxy.com. Check out the limited edition Father's Day bundles. Each bundle contains a men's dress sock, a kids' crew, and a no show. Uh, the kids' crew, if you're wondering, typically 4T to size 3. So uh, don't miss this exciting opportunity to celebrate Father's Day in style. Secure one of the limited quantity bundles today. It's deadsoxy.com. As always, stay soxy. You want me to order, uh, open a box? Yeah, I want you to open I a box. I only have the one box. That's fine. This is from uh, my good friend uh, Frank Nicaro. Oh, yeah, yeah. Coach Nuke. Yep. You need a something? Uh, I, I don't know. Let's see. I might need something. Nope, I got it. Raw strength. Tear a phone book in half. Got a couple of uh, Army West Point. Uh, oh, the mugs. Yeah, yeah. Some mug for you. see there's a note okay. i'll read the note neil the uh, army replica jersey army navy game shirt is for you chase gets the army west point athletic shirt okay. and uh, both of you get the only new york team to finish the season in first place oh the xfl guardians how about that there you go and uh two army sprint football drinking cups for you guys cool. to enjoy your beverages frank as always he says beat navy I cheer for Army just because of Frank. Every year. He's been with us a long time, Frank. Uh, Frank's a good dude. Yeah. The New York Guardian shirts. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it was a one-year thing. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. That's your shirt. Uh, let's see. I think this was yours. Is that right? Okay. Is it? Is that, is that correct? It says Army Athletics. I don't know. I think so, yeah. The, okay. the, he said the, the jersey was mine because I'm the one that wears Yep. My name's on the jersey. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like that. That's good. That's good. Is it better than Iowa, though? I mean, I mean, nothing's better than Iowa, but but this is really good. That's cool. Thank you, Frank. You're the best. What do we got? 
I don't know. You're take, <laughs> I'm just we're, hanging we're, out. You taking another call? I mean, I don't have a call. You don't so, have a call? No, okay. I don't currently have a call, so I don't know what you mean to do. No, it's okay. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I'll tell you real quick that our uh, Mind on My Money is brought to you by Pinnacle Trust. It's pintrust.com, P-I-N-N trust.com. Mentioned you heard about Pinnacle Trust. On uh, any of our network of podcasts, you get 10% off your first year's fees. I was talking to John Edwards the other day. Uh, a lot of travel stuff is opening up. He was going down to, uh, I think, Seaside this weekend. A lot of stuff happening there. A lot of uh, deals that you can uh, take advantage of with uh, John. All you got to do is give him some parameters, give him a budget. He'll give you a bunch of options. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. First-time clients save $50 off their first book trip just by telling them you heard about Regency Travel on the podcast. We're also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. They've been with us a long time. Great people. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, that is the place to go. And we're also brought to you by Oxford University Bank, OUB, locally owned and operated right here in Oxford. When you deposit money at OUB, that money and the vast majority of the bank's profits go right back into the Oxford community to learn more, go to liveoxfordbankoxford.com or call 662-234-6668. OUB is FDIC insured. Uh, the Potato Log podcast came from uh, state fans thinking they were making fun of us, but it didn't really work. Um, so, yeah, they they had no idea. Um, so, anyway. Actually, I don't even... Like, that's not even what they're... Oxford, Oxford Excellence... Potato Log is not going to be the thing you're going to... I don't even like, think they have yeah, potato logs. Yeah, that's not logs. the thing there. I mean, most places in Amory, yeah, you probably get a potato log, but... Yeah, most convenience stores, kind of places like that, you would expect potato logs, but I swear I've never seen a potato log no, there. No, they have a lot of ribs, a lot of pork. Ribs. A lot of smoked chicken or yeah. stuff. I mean, no, it's not... They would have been better off saying that's just the smoked rib right. podcast. Okay. Yeah. Got me. Got me. But no. Yeah. I don't, whatever. It's all good. Uh, let's see. I think we've pretty much. Yes, the McNuts are a uh, a couple. That is true. The what? He asked. Uh, ben Leslie asked, "Are the uh, McNutt Automation and McNutt Realty Lady a team?" Oh, okay. Yeah, they yeah, are okay. a married couple. Oh, sorry. Okay, that makes sense. I was really confused. I had no idea what we we're talking about. So. All right, uh, I guess we're done. I have no topics, frankly. Cole so, wants to know anything yeah, about no. the tampering or, or Wiley. I've not heard anything about the tampering. Um, I mean, I don't think there's anything to hear at this point. It's um, yeah. it's, it, they're, it's they're, they're not taking them. Nothing else can come from well, they've it. They've signed, so. They, and I don't know about Chuck Wiley, what, what his deal is. Did the stream die? No, there it's back. No, I think we're okay. Um, I, I don't know whether he just threw his – I don't know what that's about. And frankly, it's it's one of the little frustrations right now with just the pandemic and everybody gone, and there's, it's kind of hard to get information, get answers all the way around. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a that's probably fair. So uh, again, we'll have another podcast to you tomorrow. I'm going to talk to Hunter uh, again, probably up around noon or so, somewhere in there, as far as uh, when that will be uh, will be published to you on the place you listen to this here podcast. Neil mentioned uh, multiple other MPW digital offerings as well. So we appreciate you guys tonight jumping on. And as of course, we'll uh, talk to you again very, very soon.